This episode of the Kaparaji podcast was uploaded on the 17th of September, 2017. I don't always have to start, Tom. It's your podcast. I know it's my podcast. It's my podcast. You're technically my boss. Yeah. Podmage.com. <laughs> so as your boss. You're telling me to get Stop. started on the podcast. <laughs> this is the Kaparaji podcast. I am here with my friend Tom. Oh. Yeah, he is the owner of, 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 of the Podmage, which... Kaparaja is now on. Uh, Podmage will be officially launching on the 1st of October. More about that on the 1st of October. <laughs> uh, today we're going to sit here and talk about video games, choice paths, and just kind of like point and click like choice games, uh, essentially. So you have played Tales of the Borderlands, which you non-stop tell me to play. It's so good. It's It's fantastic. So you know I've got an unending, unyielding love for Troy Baker, right? Yeah. So he voices one of the main characters. Reese. Reese, yeah. Yeah. And um and Reese is just a really good character anyway. Mm-hmm. I just like Reese. Because he's kind of the <laughs> I like you too. Oh. 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 Not what I meant. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. And then I like him, but I also like Fiona and the two of them you get to play as they're great characters and the supporting cast is really good. It's super funny. Have you played any of the other Borderlands games? Uh, no, I ha- I I've seen a lot of two, and I have seen I think the beginning of Tales of the Borderlands, but I can tell there's like a comedic kind of yeah. difference between the two. It's really like centered on being funny. Yeah, because I I've noticed that in Borderlands two that it was a lot of random funny, at least from what yeah. I experienced, and then Tales of the Borderlands was like this is like set up comedy. This is people being funny with each other. Yeah. Well, in the whole of Borderlands, it's like funny because there's this massive disconnect between what we consider normal and what is normal there. Yeah. And I think they really play to that with just the Borderlands as well. Okay. Having someone with like Reese, uh, who comes from a more, what we consider normal background, uh, go into this like crazy wasteland world. And then it's, he's very much like the audience character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Tales of Borderlands, great game, um, and it does choice pretty well, in my opinion. Um, choice games in general, I think, aren't great, because they're kind of deceptive in what they're selling themselves to be. Like with um, uh, Wolf Among Us, which, uh, it, do you mean to like... The fact that they act like they're choice games and then yeah. in the end they're not. Yeah, they're, all of them are pretty much interactive stories. Yeah, so. and that's, that's what I hate because Wolf Among Us, you get the same ending every time pretty mm-hmm. much. I don't think there is a different ending. I don't know. I, I've only played it through the once. I've so played it through twice and the cho- choices that I, I went through, nothing really changed. Mm-hmm. Um, everything turned out pretty much the same. And I was like, this is... A disappointment. I, I've been told I'm playing a choice-based game, and what has now happened in the story is, like, what you made what you made your character out to be is not, like, the story uh, yeah. is intending. Yeah. Um, I think that as long as you go into them, though, realise on that, it's fine. It's just that when I okay. first started playing, like, especially the Telltale games, mm-hmm. um, they're very much just stories that you play through. Yeah. Um... And you can you can affect certain things like in 
Borderlands as the example, um, you go into like a thing at the end. There's like a like a climax scene, and depending on how you've played the game, it changes who you can pick to go with you. Okay. Um, and that's that's pretty good. It's quite rewarding as well, because if you've put like time in with certain characters, then having the choice to kind of reap the rewards of that is is pretty fun. With Life is Strange, though, you've got kind of a really annoying aspect of... At the end, you get the choice of two separate things, and they are quite massive game changes. Yeah. Um, they put... Do you know the difference? I, I do know the, the two endings. Just want to say, I I, I didn't say the ending of uh, Borderlands, because I still want Andrew to play it. Um, but do you want to put a, like a spoiler warning out for Life is Strange? Because I kind yeah, of... Um... I was gonna. I was the shit about to be like, if you're gonna play Life is Strange, maybe skip an extra two minutes, um, and like work your way back. But it's gonna be, hopefully I'll be kind of quick on this one. Yeah. Uh. So, spoilers now. Uh, the two endings of Life is Strange. On the one path, you get to save Chloe's life. Basically, mm-hmm. the whole of the game, she's kind of uh, gonna get killed off. Yeah, they yeah. keep hyping up to that. Um and. Right at the end, it allows you to hit a reset button. None of this has ever happened, kind of thing. Um, uh, or you s- let Chloe live, but the whole town kind of gets destroyed by the storm. Uh, that it happens because Chloe's still alive, or as it's assumed in the game, um, or in the lore, the magic isn't really explained. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's kind of its its charm, um, and it's just. They put a lot of effort on the Chloe dying bit because that see that scene after that happens goes on for, I think ten minutes. Oh, but, that's well, uh, yeah. Like the other one, literally, is a two minute scene of them leaving town, and it's a disappointment. It is. It yeah, just... I, I can imagine that they didn't expect people to put Chloe first. They expected everyone to be like, "Oh no, great, good, and all that stuff." Whereas a lot of people care a lot more about their fictional friend than the fictional town of people. Yeah, and the weird thing is, in in the whole thing, I better wrap this up for the two minute mark, but um, the weird thing is about that, is they've clearly done it in a way where it's like it's judging you yeah. for choosing that option. It's like, you're meant to choose this option, this is canonical, yeah, this is, kind this of is saying, fine. Kind of and it's like, a bad person. But... Yeah, because that's how it felt. Like, there's a 50-50 split as well. You get to see mm. the choices after the fact of what people picked. And it's 51% saving the town and, 50, yeah, and yeah. 48 the other way. Uh, 49, I mean. But it was just like, this is weird. This yeah. is... A, a... And, that's, and that's the thing. Like, with a choice game... As someone, as a, like a developer that's making a choice game, you are telling a story, much like any game. But mm-hmm. because it's so much of a more defined story, you then have to decide where to put the choice. Because at the end of that, it's like they had a certain story they wanted to tell, and they had a, a direction that you they wanted you as the player to go in. Mm-hmm. But when you chose the opposite, they had to kind of account for that. But they also kind kind of used gameplay as a punishment. Yeah, the, when the world punishes you for making a choice that you made, that's fine. Yeah. But the second there's a quality difference between your two choices, yeah, yeah. that's when the developers are basically saying, fuck you, you chose wrong. Yeah, instead of, a, a this right is choice. the natural course of what your decision made. So if I rob someone mm. uh, early on, 
um, in Sudoku choice based game and it comes back to bite me in the ass later on yeah. that's me that's my choice I didn't have to rob him me getting fucked over now is of my choice yeah it's like, like getting fucked over for making a choice when it's not each choice should have pros and cons so in this situa- situation in this situation. situation where you've robbed a person yeah uh, you get punished later on, but you get rewarded early on by having whatever they, they yeah. had. Whereas, um, to have a choice like the one in Life is Strange is as almost as if to say, you rob someone and mm-hmm. then get punished later on, but then find out that what you took from the person you robbed is absolutely pointless and never yeah. comes in handy at all. And I've also got a little bit of a problem with the prequel. I'm playing it from a character aspect at the minute. I haven't heard anything about the prequel. The prequel, I'm enjoying yeah. At the minute, it's only on episode one. Um, I finished it up and I'm like, okay, I can see this is going to be kind of a fun character-based kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once again, it's a choice-based thing. And I am completely aware that this is going to have a finite kind of end. Yeah. But that's the annoying part of a choice game. It's like You can't sell it as a choice game when it's more of an interactive comic. Yeah. So that I think that's main, my main problem with the choice games is that um, they just need to be resold i think mm-hmm. um like another game that does choice questionably mm-hmm. um is mass effect as okay. well because there was a massive controversy on massive the controversy one? third third okay. third the second one does choice really well um the third one you have three choices and they all basically boil down to the same ending and I get it, like I said, if you have a narrative, you need to have an ending that's kind of what tailored to what you want it to be. Yeah. But having an ending that's tailored in a way that makes you think you have a choice is just kind of cruel to the players. Yeah, and a dick move. Yeah. In Mass Effect 2, it does the, the ending choice is much better. Um, again, spoilers from Mass Effect 2, it's like however many years old now, but if you haven't played it, Mate, it's got to be really cheap at this point. Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. Still really good games, despite the ending being a little bit subpar. It's sometimes free on Origin. Yeah. So if you have an Origin account, just wait for it to be free. Pay attention to Reddit. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the ending of that is, is much different, because throughout the game of 2, you go through um, making your team, uh, bonding with your team, and then at the end, fighting with your team. Mm-hmm. And... You go through a series of situations and you choose which team member fights at each situation and uses their particular skills at each situation. And if you choose the wrong one, that team member will die. So it's more of a it's a it's a way that you need to be paying attention and the way the gameplay really affects the narrative that actually me- meant something. Okay. And um as well those characters all well not all make return appearances, but a lot of them do come back and if they die they're just not around for three. Uh, I think that the ending of Mass Effect 2 um, is just really good for choice. Um, Despite the ending of 3 being a very bad example. Yeah. Um, Moving from just mainly choice-based games, you can take a look at Heavy Rain Mm. and Undertale. See, Heavy Rain, Where they're kind of on the rail, kind of. Like, obviously you can switch tracks kind of thing, but they're kind of on the rail choice games, where it's like... It's like a morality thing. Yeah. Well, maybe not Heavy Rain. I suppose. Mm, oh, not not morality, but Undertale is definitely morality. Yeah, well, um, morality in games. Heavy is another... Rain is also like uh, by track. I mean, so like if you do a certain thing, so say like yeah. in Heavy Rain, if one of your playable characters dies, 
it affects the game drastically mm. late late game. Uh, and Undertale, if you switch tracks, there's no going back uh, in Undertale yeah, unless yeah. you hit the reset. And even then, the game remembers mm. that, and it's one of the cool mechanics of yeah. Undertale. Another thing as well is like morality in games, mm-hmm. um, which I think is, I don't think ever, I can't think of a, a situation where it's ever been done right. Um, you haven't played Undertale, have you? I haven't, no. Um, okay. But it's the case where... Say, um, I'm playing through Infamous Second Son again at the moment. Oh, I forgot about that. I love it. Sorry, um, carry on. Yeah, and it's the morality of that is one choice that you make at the beginning of the game. And throughout the game, you have other choices and you have a chance to um, like change your mind and go back on it and then go from good to evil or evil to good. But it's you. you get the perks... Of being the max level of karma. Yeah. Of either good or evil. And there's no room for um, for playing as like a, a morally ambiguous character. Yeah. You this... either play as Delson the great guy or Delson the douche. Yeah. Uh, that is one thing that I did notice because I was, when I went back to play the game again and start a new game, I was like, I'm not interested in being completely evil, mm. but there are moments, there are some of these missions that I really want to do, yeah. and that's kind of a, a big downer, because you can't do some of these ones unless you become 100% douche. Yeah, and also it's like, because I'm always working towards that highest level of karma, <laughs> I say I accidentally shoot someone, and then it's like, oh, you get bad karma for that, because you accidentally hit a civilian when you were aiming at something else, it's like, oh... Well, that kind of sucks. And yeah. then I'm, it's just like... I don't know. I feel like it's really like railroading you towards one or the other. And yeah. obviously, Infamous isn't a game that's really boasting its major choice and major morality systems. But I, I don't see why they put that in there at all. Yeah. Um, with the morality of Undertale, I guess it's kind of what you're saying here. Because... Um, yeah, well, that, there is see, kind of a... that's the reason why I I stopped playing Undertale because it's the same thing. Like, I let a certain character die. Yeah, and then I realized that I couldn't get the good ending, as it were, without yeah. like with that. And then if I restarted the game, then I was going to get this judgy message being like, "Oh, you restarted the game," and I was just like, "Well, fuck it, then I'm just not going to play you. I win." That's fair enough. That's yeah. a that's a very funny games. Have you seen funny games? No. All right. It's a it's a movie in which um, it it was in my Undertale review as well. This is why I find Undertale clever. It's a thing of from the get go, it's it's on your moral, on you morally. This bad character mm. will judge you for for your morals, and obviously yeah. that's not what a lot of people want in their games. It's what it is one of the negative reviews that people have given it, and that's fair enough. For me, it's one of those things that I find really interesting, and I do like the multi layer kind of thing. And the genocide run is only something you are gonna set yourself out to do, yeah. and it it judges you properly for it. And I think that's a fair enough thing. Mm. The game gets a lot harder, especially in late game. Um, any boss is a nightmare because that's kind of you, the point of it mm. is you're setting yourself out to do this kind of thing and it's I, I enjoy I enjoy that kind of thing see I 
I wouldn't mind that, and I would be well up for going through a game like Ender's Hill and doing a good run, as it were. But the fact that they put such an important choice at the beginning, and the only reason I didn't go for the good option is because I was convinced that it wasn't an option. Yeah. Which is the main thing. It's like, hey, you're a bad person for doing the bad thing, but also makes it really obtuse and unintuitive that you can't even do the good option. All right, slight spoilers for Undertale, I guess. Again, it's, again, it's like the first 20 minutes or yeah, so. It's, it's, yeah, so you um, meet Goatmum, as it were, uh, and she tells you not to leave the house, uh, to, get, to leave the ruins, and you end up having to fight her kind of thing. Um, the one thing that I do like how it does uh, in the fight, a lot of people don't really know notice this, uh, which is the biggest problem of it. And people think that they have to fight. Um, so you try and mercy, you try and mercy, and then you're not really getting anywhere. But if you lose enough health, her attacks will just avoid you. They will just avoid you. And it goes on a little too long, the mercy kind of yeah. thing. Because I'm pretty sure I might have Googled whether or not I should or shouldn't yeah, fight I, in that cause instance. Because I, I knew it was it. a game about saving people. That's how the game is marketed anyway. It's about... Well, again, I, I you don't have to f- kill people. Because I didn't have that background of the marketing. Yeah. I, I just went into it being like you and Matt and Liv being like, Recommended, this yeah. is a really good game. So I went into it and I was like, oh, well, this is one of the, it, this is like a commentary where it's meant to be like, oh, sometimes you have to kill people. Even if the people you what care about. Yeah. It's not. I think, yeah. and I think that is one of the trick things because they're like, because you feel bad straight away after doing it. You reset a lot of people kind of mm. go back in because the second you do it, you can quit and go back into your same save, so you don't have to play the first 20 minutes again. Yeah. Uh, but the game knows. It saves a little bit of data of being like, oh, you, you thought you could th- get away with it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it irks you a little. Yeah. Uh, and I think the problem is with that bit is the fact that it takes so long to save her kind of thing. It's such mm-hmm. a long period of, of doing it's... the same thing over. See, I don't Especially mind... Especially early game. I don't mind being judged for my actions in-game. But when you're judging me for my actions outside of the game, then I'm just like, dude, you're, you're, I'm trying to have fun. Stop. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and what was I going to say uh, about that as well? I've forgotten. I've got, it. I, yeah, that was it. I just, if that part of the game was reprogrammed, I think people would have a lot easier of a time. Yeah, I, I'm going to check out how that works in the PS4 version when it fucking arrives at my door. Oh. Is it is it already released? I thought it was. It's out for download, oh. um, but I've got a physical copy on the way. Cool. With a little golden little limited edition locket that oh, plays music. Because nice. yeah. I'm a dork. I might give it another go then. So I can to borrow the disc off you. Yeah, you can hang out and play it. Yeah, with me. I'd be up for that. Yeah, sure. Just a tank, tank, team. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because I played it a little bit after that as well. Like after the initial thing, it wasn't until a few hours later talking to the other guys that I realised that I couldn't get the good ending. Oh shit! Because yeah. I did it, and then I and I was Kept like, playing. oh well I, well, I can still get the good ending, and then I played for about three or four hours afterwards. Oh no! You're so far in. Yeah, and that's I, so far in. I got to like the snow town, and I was talking to all the people in the snow town. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna get the good run, and I saved everyone on the way there as well. Yeah. Um, and then it was just like, oh, okay. Apparently, I can't get the good ending. Yeah. And yeah. And then you have to play another six hours. Yeah, yeah. To do it. Which is the biggest problem. It is. It's just... 
if they really let you know from the get-go. But I also think that is kind of a... This is the annoying thing. I want to let it out and be like, that's a morality thing you should have realised because you can't get away with murdering someone. Because that's kind of what Undertale is yeah. getting at. But also at the same time, I think it's... Because of the way that the fight is, is the problem. Yeah, I, I like the message. I just don't like the way it's executed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I was going to say about the funny games element. The game oh, yeah. constantly, at your choices, breaks the fourth wall to let you know about your choice in a way. Because in funny games, uh, there is a bit where they've kidnapped... It's a, it's a horror, kind of pseudo-horror thriller kind of thing. Um, the... To ki- the ki- they kidnap a family who are on holiday in, this- in their holiday home. Um, right from the get-go, they go on this holiday. And you know when they- they're in the car, they play music. And it's like, we're all going on a summer yeah. holiday. Um, instead, it's just rock music. It is metal. They're screaming uh, in it. And they're just there like, la, 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 just driving. Yeah. Uh, and that's instantly something's off. Um, the two people kidnap the family. They're in the house. And the, the main guy's like, look at the camera. And they're just like... You can stop this. You can stop this right now by turning off the film. They'll survive. Everything will be fine. But if you keep watching, they're going to die. And it's also, it, that's how I viewed Undertale's genocide run. Yeah. It keeps telling you what's going to happen. You're not going to get redemption. It's going to like mark you down. And you're not going to get away from it. Yeah. Uh, and even... I, I'm going to briefly talk about Funny Games the movie now. There's a bit where the mate, one of the kidnapped people pick up a shotgun that the, the bad guys have left on a coffee table, shoot one of the main guys, and the guy who breaks the fourth wall constantly goes, no, picks up a remote control, rewinds time with it, and she goes for the shotgun again. She He slaps her down. It's just like, no, and then looks at the camera like, no, no, no. And it's such yeah. like a fuck because you you still keep watching, hoping, and it's the same way as say like mm. playing Undertale genocide yeah. run. And I think you might have a lot more fun playing the genocide run than an actual <laughs> <laughs> actual run of Undertale. Um, um, other, other choice yeah. games. Well, I think my main point with choice games in general is that they shouldn't really exist. Obviously, I wouldn't consider Undertale a choice game. It's kind of a game that has choice elements. Yeah. But I think that... Like with Heavy Rain. Yeah. Um, I think that mostly, if you want a game that is... You can just go around and do whatever you want and be um, whoever you want to be, then, like, play D&D. Oh, yeah. Like, you've got a whole genre of games where the whole point is that you can... Your role playing, it's it's like loosely based in this world, and that you can do whatever you want in it. Trust me, don't be a dick in D anD D. That really bites you in the ass. Coming from Sir Ivy Dashes, not a sir, just added that on there. <laughs> Ivy Dashes, who could never get knighted because he has said vile things about men at their funerals, stabbed prostitutes next to their lovers, and then robbed them. What else has he done? Uh, pushed a dog off a. Not yeah, but that was when I was intentionally being a dick because you all hated Ivy Dashes. I was like, this is what you made him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, you've got games like that. And obviously it's harder to do if... There's, there's obviously the argument that, oh, if I've got no one to play D&D with, then I can't have that choice option. But I think games are so limited because the, they, they still have a world that they need to 
What's the game that you're playing today? Divinity. Can you play that single player? And is it kind of choice based? Uh, you can play that single pa- player. Player. You can play that single player, and I believe there are choices. Okay. There's also the thing where you can go in and like murder main characters. Um. Because you because you said you described that to me as like D and D or rostered. I can't. Yeah. Remember. It well the combat style. Yeah. He was, I think he was on that more than anything else. Oh, okay. Um Yeah. I, I bought Divinity Original Sin two today. Um. Very fun game so far. I've only played like an hour and a half of it. Um, but yeah, it's, I think that much like in Divinity and in things like Heavy Rain, I think choices in games need to have more of a mechanical consequence rather than a narrative one. Oh, so say like your gameplay gets hard. So say like if you do something that ends up getting drastic, obviously you kind of won, but say like if you get your arm chopped off kind of thing. Yeah physically playing the game gets harder like mm. wielding a weapon gets harder yeah but not necessarily that will punish you for the rest of the game because i think mechanically it should get harder but you can still gain access to say the like, good endings yeah it just gets a lot harder and i think that's a nice reflection on life um mm. in general another game where i think choices really matter a lot in like a like a wait which one's the small one like macro macro level yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Uh, well, micro is, is on a mi- minute level. It's like when, yeah, but on a... Macro is a type of, like, when you're close up with a camera. Yeah. I th- so, yeah. Well, that's why it comes. High detail, like, yeah, small yeah. kind of thing. Um, whichever one I mean um, is XCOM. Because you obviously got this. Um, it's a turn-based game, so every time you make a decision, it's going to matter, and... It kind of because the plot is so loose, and you make your own plot by, like, giving these characters stories. Um, I think that is a weird, different type of choice game. Obviously, it wouldn't even be considered a choice game; it's considered a strategy game. But um, the choice is there, where in the overworld you can choose to go for, oh, I can go gather intel, or I can go get more supplies and things like that. So that basically affects. The mechanics of the game and how you're going to play later on and the importance of things later on it's like oh um i can stop them taking a load of my supplies but and because i didn't take the supplies earlier i'm low so i need to do that where like i think mechanical choices that mean more to the mean more to you as a player are i think better done in games than narrative choices because in the end you need to account for all the choices and it's just too hard to do. You can't account for everyone's choices. True, true. That was a fun little talk about choices in video games, different story levels, and on the rail morality, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, the words. Uh, <laughs> this is the Cup Raja podcast. Feel free to subscribe to it and give us five stars on on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever the hell you think we deserve. We're probably a one star podcast in your book but my mum has reviewed it as I haven't listened to it yet RJ I'll get round to it next week love you very much make sure you text your dad on a regular basis a stonking review I know yeah Great. I know I, I really re- supportive that's how you get in the Guardian I don't know yeah. oh yeah Guardian I'll subscribe to five dollars for that <laughs> uh, <laughs> check out podmage.com coming soon I guess I still haven't finished that actually it should be done tomorrow check it out in the week <laughs> um book club moss on sen ryan quest 
How do you say it? Rhyme. Rhyme Quest. I've been saying Rhyme Quest in every podcast I've mentioned it in. Uh, I Don't Know History, uh, which is a podcast that me and Alex, who frequents this podcast, uh, we, we do. It's an educational pseudo-comedy podcast in which Alex teaches me shit about history. Uh, it's fun. It's enjoyable. That has been your ad break. Now it's on Headlice. Ooh, Not yeah. Headlice, as I keep thinking I'm saying, but Headlice. Will Tom join the ranks of Alice and Erin? On finally having one fucking point in this game. Probably not. This is your third... Third, third try. Third yeah. try, you know. Third try. It's third the fingers crossed. Because the thing is, you'll still come in third place. If, if I take into a, uh, account accuracy as well yeah. as like, your well, points... Because Alice is one for one. Aaron's one for two. And then if I get this, I'll be one for three. So you'll be 33%, Aaron's 50%, and Alice is 100%. Yeah. Uh, so if you get this... Either I kind of want you to get um, this. I'm kind of... The finale episode of season one, which is coming up in the next few weeks. Um, I well, have you, to have all three of you face off. If you have them face off, so that everyone's done equal numbers? No, you have to have Alice play twice more. Basically, we have to have no. our fourth... Oh, the amount of attempts. See, I'm yeah. not about that. I'm just about after the points. Okay. Like, if you want to be in the Stan podcast... Just be like, I'm going to come and go. Can I go on next week? I'll be like, yeah, go for it. I don't care. I need, I need content. It's a weekly fucking podcast. You know how hard this is? Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, sure. Let's go for it. Let's, let's go for it. Let's see if I can get a point. Headliner. I need to make a theme song for this fucking thing, thing every time. So now it's time for headlines. It's headlines. Not headlines. It's headlines. We got it. I'm I, one. Do we? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lie or truth number one? <laughs> Headline number one is where we're going here. Yeah. Uh, find, find police. Find police. Police find real body, real dead body on set of BBC drama show. Okay. 83-year-old grandfather pushes suspected burglar off his roof. Okay. Xbox One... Developing sentient AI calls you a scrub. <laughs> um, okay, so I see. Here's the thing. I feel like I would have heard the BBC one. Okay. I feel like I would have had some news about that. But on the other hand, I don't read the news. I don't watch the news, and I don't subscribe to any news services. Yeah. But and also, people find are found dead everywhere all the time. Yeah. Do you know how many people die in Cardiff Centre and like it just doesn't get reported on? Like three. At least. At least. Definitely. At least three. Um, but yeah, I feel like if that was the case, then someone would have said something. Like my parents or one of my housemates or someone at work. Because I, I work like on the same street as the BBC as well. So I did not know that. I do. Yeah. Oh, do you mean the offices up in the not not bay? Is it? Not no, not based? bay. The um. That's I. The, yeah. But I feel like it's still the BBC. Probably someone would have come in talking about it. Um. Yeah. So. Well. Well, yeah. uh, let's go with the other ones. Man okay. pushes. Eighty-three-year-old grandfather pushes suspected burglar off roof. Yeah, that's fair. That okay. could happen. I don't see. I I, I don't see why that. Wouldn't happen. 
Xbox One developing sentient AI call users scrub. Yeah, it's Microsoft. They would, wouldn't they? I, no, I, it's it's become sentient and is calling oh. it scrub. Well, that's like, not. Is that Xbox is, One developing sentient AI calls users scrub? Oh, so they've developed a sentient AI and it called someone scrub. Yeah. Well, that's possible because if it learns language by basing it off other stuff, then it's just going to call everyone a scrub. <laughs> um, oh, can you imagine what it would call if it actually got onto fucking Call of Duty Online? <laughs> <laughs> um, easy joke. That was an easy joke. It was an easy joke. Got a laugh out of me, though. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I, I think, personally, I think the Xbox AI is the most likely. So I'm going to say that one's true. Okay. The granddad... I think that could happen. Whether or not that's newsworthy is a different thing. Here's the thing. Last week, not last week, the week before, Alex was on. And uh, he was just like, yeah, that, that, he kept going. Because I lied to him and I said Matt Groening, Matt Groening uh, had been caught doing heroin. He was just like, that sounds reasonable. That sounds fair. And I was just like, for fuck's sake, why are people so fucking dumb at this game? Like, no offence, I'm getting sick of it. I've done eight episodes now, I think, and two people have gotten it right! Okay, no, okay. Let's finish this, we'll do the question, but how about about you try the headlines, RJ? Fine. I have. This isn't the first time this show has been introduced. I used to do a radio show, which this was a part of, and I... Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, either way, I've made my choice, I made it when I heard it, found the body. Found the body. That's the one I'm going with. Well, okay. What one's true? 83-year-old grandfather pushes suspected burglar off roof. That's true. Yeah. And clearly that's true because I realised at the start I said grandfather pushes suspected burglar off roof and then I specified the fucking age like a knob because that too much detail gives away whether or not it's correct. That wouldn't have said anything to me. You always give a weird specific detail if you're lying. Oh, that's true. What, like BBC? Well, yeah, because that's the okay. news. If they just found a thing, it's like the BBC does it. Okay. Which one's the truth and which one's the lie? Oh, the lie is Xbox One developing sentient AI calls you a scrub. I was, I was more hoping that was I true. I know. I, I was like, <laughs> that's not true. Fine. Damn it. Whatever. Because I was just like, is he going to do Because you start, you were just like, the Xbox One one. I was like, oh, yes, someone else is going to win. And then just like, that's completely true. I was like, fucking hell, Tom. <laughs> hey, you know what? I made my choices. I'll live with them. Get it? Because that's what we were talking about earlier, choices. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I'm just going to check whether or not Microsoft have developed any other AI and it's called, some, called someone something. No, but I'm pretty sure Microsoft made... That Twitter account that started being racist. Oh, that's not the same. So, oh yeah, it was a uh, Microsoft silences its new AI bot Tay after Twitter users teaches it racism. Oh, fun! That was in that's March probably, of last year. Because I thought I'd heard something about it, so I probably that's was probably like, that. oh, I heard that, and then oh well. And that's the game here, folks. Headlines are so much fun to make get, make things for, but it just starts getting frustrating. Maybe I should just dedicate, no, a whole podcast dedicated to headlines would drive me insane. <laughs> I'd literally You'd have like, to make so many. I'm done. You'd have to find so many headlines as well. Yeah, that's true. 
All right, that has been another episode of the Cup RJ podcast. You know what to do. Subscribe all the malarkey uh, on whatever you are listening to. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to support the show and find us funny, think of a friend. Send them it. Be like, listen to it on the way to work. Listen to it while you're taking a shit. Listen to it when you're making sweet, sweet love to that sweet, sweet honey that you have. Don't do the last two. Don't. Don't do the last two, that's weird. I listen to podcasts when I'm pooping. Like, specifically, like, you go into the loo and go... No, oh. I'm just, like, I'm already currently listening to a podcast. Exactly. Or, exactly. or like, I am just like, oh, right, I'm going to go for a poop. Uh, am I going to play on my phone? Oh, no, I'm, like, 20 minutes into a podcast. I'll continue listening to it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. How's that weird? I don't know. I watch videos on my phone while I'm pooping. Yeah, that's weird to me as well. Mostly because I can't watch videos on my phone. Oh, that's true. Um, you are you are back in two thousand and seven. Yeah. Oh, nine. And uh, no, I, I why that? I was thinking seven years ago, and the aim there was <laughs> you're back in two thousand and ten. Yeah. On your LG chocolate. I don't own an LG chocolate. Let's make this clear to everyone. My phone cost me twenty pound. An Alcatel. An Alcatel cost me twenty pound. Great phone. Does everything I want it to do. Can't um, play Pokemon Go. Can't play Pokemon Go. It tries. It tries. It certainly tries. It doesn't try. It just crashes. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Don't. Okay. I'll admit you can poop and listen to a podcast. Don't do all having sex. Just please. But listen to these dulcet tones. No. Don't. This is the Kaparaje podcast. Orgasm in three, two. Right. If you orgasm, then shame on you. <laughs> no, completely. Shame completely. on you. Like, no, go, right. I'm judging you. RJ's judging you. Go play the genocide run of Undertale so they can judge you because you need to be judged. That was another episode of the Cup RJ podcast. Thank you very much for taking a listen. Tom is one of my favourite people. I love him very much. I love him very dearly. And I love Podmage a lot as well. I'm excited to see where this goes. It officially launches on the 1st of October. We're teaming up. A lot is going on. So keep an eye. And I hope to see you soon. A lot will be happening with the Cup RJ podcast soon. Because I will be in Paris. I will be in Norway. And I will be in London for Comic Con. So the cast will be a little different as well as the locations and maybe the sound quality i'm I'm gonna try my best to keep all that stuff kind of high i will see you next week love you very much